Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. For my repeat listeners, consider becoming a Simply Happy member. You can head to www.simplyally.com podcast to learn more. All right, today's episode, we are chatting about how to know when your identity is evolving. Mind blown. I don't know if it's really a mind blow, (laughs) but I do think this is just like a really fun topic to explore. Um, And so I did I did some digging because my nerdness uh, needed to. And I did some some Google. (laughs) Sorry. And uh, I, I looked up the definition of identity. And so identity is defined as the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. That just sounds exciting, doesn't it? It sounds so weird. Um, But yeah, the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. And so when we're talking about identity, I just want to, this is where I want to start. So like, come with me on a journey. But who we are is incredibly malleable. We're like putty in so many senses, um, especially when it comes to our identity. And so when we're going through this episode, um, and the reason really, like the, the big reason I wanted to, to do this episode is because I want to encourage you to, to lean in to the evolution, uh, lean into your identity evolving and like really embrace it um, and celebrate it. And uh, I was going to say enjoy it, but sometimes it's not always the most enjoyable thing. I get this. But uh, still, you know, we... I feel like there there tends to be this thing that happens where we're trying to kind of I don't know there's like this preservation of of identity of self um which I I get I I get it because you know we know it we enjoy it we like it and the best example I can give of this is age you see people wanting to look younger or reflecting on the golden like the the, the old days, I'm sorry, um, or, you know, reflecting on like the best times and how maybe life isn't great anymore. And I, to me, truly, that is just this, and I'm not trying to like shame anybody if you find yourself in this space, okay? Um, but to me, that is, that's what kind of comes from not leaning into your identity evolving, not leaning into the change um, and to the evolution. And so I think it's really important that we do that otherwise we end up in this situation where we we reminisce or we try to preserve or we are terrified of uh the end of something or letting go of something or you know change itself and and that can be really uh like anxiety producing um if uh because literally the the one constant is change <laughs> in a sense so uh i just yeah i just wanted to 
bring that up at the beginning, but let's kind of talk about, let's talk about identity a, a little more. We're going to talk about how to know when it's evolving, but let's talk about identity too, because I feel like there's so many ways in which we actually don't realize we have identity or we're attached to identity. Um, and I feel like there are so, 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 so many facets to who we are. So of course there is, you know, how we see or classify ourselves and of course, there is also how the world sees or classifies us and things that are chosen or are not chosen. So again, let's like, we could do some examples of this. I just want to be mindful of what I choose, but like how we see or classify ourselves. Um, I might see or classify myself as a fairly kind person. I could be part of how I see myself. That's part of my identity, right? I'm really kind hearted and 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 giving. I don't know. <laughs> that could be part of it. Um, and then also, you know, how the world sees or classifies us is maybe, um, you know, and this is not to say that, like that you can't see yourself the same way the world sees you. I'm just kind of helping to break these apart. But like, again, um, you know, maybe part of my identity is that I'm I'm a tall person. I'm 5'9". So like part of my identity is that I'm t- I'm tall or part of my identity is, you know, in relation to my skin color or uh, my belief system, th- these kinds of things. But it also can come down to um, smaller, smaller ways of seeing ourselves or people seeing us. Um, you know, like I, part of my identity could be I'm very organized, uh, very systematic. <laughs> like, I hope that makes I don't want to sit here forever on examples, but identity to, to me, especially I see there's just so, so many facets of it. It's not just what it's like. It's it's who what we look like, what we believe, um, how we act, uh, how we feel or emote or how we choose to present ourselves or whatever that might be. Um, And again, these can be determined by ourselves and by people outside of us. I don't want to like exclude that because it's a very real thing. However, I do feel like um, even with the chosen or not chosen, somebody could see, you know, could try to project onto me that part of my identity is, I don't, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I'm a jerk. Maybe. Sure. Let's go with that. Um, It doesn't mean I have to necessarily accept that as part of my identity. Um, And it is something where if we have something uh, said to us enough, we could believe it. We could integrate it into our identity. Um, I've talked about this before on the show, but that's definitely what happened with um, feeling of feelings of inadequacy for me or um, having a really low level of intellect is that, you know, that was said to me enough times where I actually really did integrate that into my identity. And part of my identity was that I was stupid. Um, So again, and these things, this is why identities can evolve. We can, you know, we can adapt things on. Uh, We can really choose aspects of our identity. I feel like the level of of, uh, kindness and generosity that I have was very intentionally chosen. Um, Maybe I've always had little bits of it in there, but it was very intentionally chosen and cultivated. Um, And so again, you know, these things can happen. So, okay, so let's talk about, I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's a chunky episode today. Bear with me. But uh, 
when we talk about identity evolving, so we talked about identity itself, but when we talk about it evolving, and of course, this isn't an exhaustive list by any stretch, but I want to talk about like the different ways in which it can uh, begin to evolve. And then we can really go into, okay, now how do we know when we're evolving? And I feel like all these pieces do really do tie in to knowing um, when or, you know, yeah, like knowing when we're evolving. These pieces really all kind of play into that. But of course, I'm kind of trying to break it down, uh, get a little more specific. But uh, so a couple of ways that that identities can really start evolving um, are, you know, pursuing an identity shift. So we can actually pursue it just like how I was talking about. I really intentionally cultivated uh, this part of myself. And I also, I mean, this is just, I mean, it's just another example, but like when we, sometimes we can choose to take on identities um, that, that really do end up being very much a, uh, they don't necessarily feel like a choice inside, but when we express that that is part of our identity, out loud to other people, that can be a very intentional choice. So even if it's something like we might feel on the inside, it's like there's that other layer of expressing it and letting it be known to the people around you. So for me, you know, I had to do a lot of um, work and there was a lot of intentionality and pursuing um, really consciously, like having part of my identity be as a witch. And that can feel like a really scary thing because sometimes we take on aspects of identity that aren't the most popular or that can be incredibly criticized or that can honestly, that can marginalize us. And, you know, even though that is part of our identity internally, um, expressing it out loud, uh, it, it can end up marginalizing us in, in a sense. Um, and, and, you know, there's, you know, there's so many ways in which that can happen. And of course, you don't have to like choose to be marginalized. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I identify as female. Um, and so that, and that's never really been a choice for me. It just is. And, and of course, you know, there's inequalities there, but regardless, um, it's just something I did want to address a bit, but we can pursue an identity shift either consciously or unconsciously. I do feel like we can do this unconsciously when there's something um, we're really driven towards, but we're not necessarily actively trying, but it is just, we're just kind of led to do it and we end up doing it. I don't really have a great example of this. I try to use personal examples, um, not just fabricated ones or like, I don't ever want to like assume somebody else's world. <laughs> That's why you get a lot of personal examples out of me. Um, but there are things we can very un unconsciously pursue. Um, and maybe for me, even like my identity as, as a writer and as an author, um, for a long time was very unconscious. I was writing uh, very often, but not with the intention of being a writer. Do you say, I hope that makes sense. So again, we can pursue this very intentionally, consciously or unconsciously. Um, or I guess unconsciously takes the intentional out a bit, but you get what I'm saying. Um, or we can have a shift forced upon us. Um, there are things, there are circumstances and things that can happen in life um, that, that force upon us this identity shift. Um, again, this is, this is a little more difficult, but 
you know, and again, I don't want to just be presumptuous, but like, for example, I will say, you know, somebody who like, for me, if like, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. For me, like if my husband died tomorrow, please no. But like, if it happened, it would be a massive shift in my identity. Would I still in my mind, and this is a course, just speculation, because clearly that hasn't happened. But in my mind, would I still be his wife? Yes, but I would also take on the identity of widow. So you kind of see how it is a forced evolution of identity. Um, that you have to kind of then you're kind of pushed into navigating. Um, it's just like this is the situation, <laughs> you know. And I I know for me personally, even I definitely felt that I had when we had our first child, we hadn't planned it, but we had already discussed that we were both okay with that, we were comfortable with that, and that was probably something we would do in the future. And then boom, bam. Um, and so I had to very like, it was, I could literally feel it wash over me, this massive identity shift of like, whoa, I'm taking on the the identity of a mother. And that was a big shift to go through. Um, and so I, you know, and of course, I don't, I don't think I really consciously realized it at the time. Like I felt that, but now I would be like, oh, my, <laughs> Olivia now would be like, oh, my identity is evolving. Like, <laughs> let me like prep myself and like help myself navigate that. Oh, I'm just, I'm just laughing at like, what is me? But, um, <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of my students have expressed this like level of awareness where they're just like, oh my gosh, I would have never been this aware before. It's fun. It's fun, guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like our, our identity can change very intentionally, um, or it really can just kind of be forced upon us. It can also, I mean, again, this is not exhaustive. It could also happen very gradually, um, as, as with age, you know, that happens very gradually. It's not like, boom, I'm now 90, you know, that is something that is a, is a slow burn, if you will. Um, and, and it is a constant mini, mini evolution of identity in a sense. So um, let's go ahead and talk about really quick some some signs that you're evolving because I, I feel like these are just really, I've noticed these are very consistent signs in at least my experiences. And it's not hiccups. Hiccups is not one of the signs. Uh, I just do that when I podcast. But um, And I do, again, feel like everything we talked about helps you kind of know when your identity is evolving. You can kind of have this awareness now around... Um, your own identity and what makes it up and, you know, and when you can tell it's changing or something's being added or something's maybe feels like it's being taken away. Um, Because through that evolution as well, in a sense, sometimes we kind of, you know, bear two, two aspects of identity. But then sometimes, you know, like if I'm going from a teenager to my 20s, I, I don't know if these are really identities, but you I'm just here we go. We're trying to make a visual. Um, you know, I have to leave my teens to get to my 20s. So it is an exchange. You know, sometimes there is an identity exchange. Um, and so that actually kind of plays into some of the signs that you're evolving. So you can might you you can might you might feel like the feelings of like newness or the unknown. It might feel uncomfortable or challenging. Uh, you might feel like like literally outside of your comfort zone. 
It might be exciting or thrilling. You might feel grief again because when you do that identity exchange, it can be a, a, a loss, an internal loss in a way. Um, you can even experience regressive behavior where you're trying to, just like we talked about at the beginning, you're trying to reclaim what was. Um, if your body or mind is scared of of the newness. Um, and those are just some, and I don't want it to sound like, like scary or bad, um, but like they just they just are and and we can take these as as signs that we're evolving rather than being like oh no all of a sudden i feel uncomfortable this isn't right um you know i've had recent experiences even in my own life that have felt incredibly challenging um mentally and also uh physically in the sense that i that i spoke up about something i was feeling and asked for a change um, in a certain relationship dynamic that I was in. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that because I'm still navigating it. So it's fresh, boo. Uh, but, it, you know, it can feel challenging. It can feel uncomfortable. It can feel totally unknown. You have no idea what's going to happen. Like when I spoke up about this, I was like, I don't know how it's going to be met. I have no clue. And again, this is an evolution in identity. And for me, it was it was a bit centered around worth um, and and, you know, who I felt, who I feel I can be, and who who I'm ready to become, in a sense. Um, so, you know, it's like when we know that, when we know that this is part of that process, and we see this as signs, um, or even, you know, that regressive behavior, if I'm stepping up and I'm going, oh, I'm worthier, and then all of a sudden I want to play small, that's regressive behavior. So I can see that and go, ah, I'm in the middle of evolving. I see it. <laughs> and you can really step in and you can be mindful and and double down on, you know, continuing and leaning into this evolution of your identity um, and, and, you know, like just going all in on it, basically. So to me, this this question kind of came up of like, I feel like there is the constant, well, why can't? Why aren't we in a constant state of peace or happiness? Now, I'm not saying that's impossible, but I'm saying for most of us, it tends to be the case where we're like, oh, I was so happy. And then all of a sudden, like something happened um, or I don't even know why. And I get the question that came up in like in response to that question. This is these are the conversations that happen in my head. But when I asked the question, why aren't we in a constant state of peace or happiness? the next question popped up that said, how can we when we're always evolving? If these are the signs of evolution, how can we be in a fluid state of happiness unless we're really skilled with knowing these signs and recalibrating when they come up? Um, Because I think that's very important as well, just like how we talked about leaning in um, or stepping in and noticing, like when you have an awareness of these signs, you can recalibrate really quickly. Um, I know that's something I have been practicing hard <laughs> in the recent month. Um, but yeah, like how how can we expect this constant state when our constant state is to continue to evolve, is to continue to change? Um, and that is going to push us a bit and feel challenging or whatever that might be. We're going to have those blips of feeling that. But again, I think it comes back to that recalibration and that leaning in so that we can allow the evolution to happen more seamlessly um, and spend more time in a feeling like a state of peace or happiness. Um, 
rather than dragging out uh, our own personal evolutions. So I hope, I really hope this was helpful and now you kind of know how uh, to know when your identity is is evolving um, and to be ready for it and to be excited about it (laughs) because I think that's a really um, awesome thing to be able to do. So that is it for this episode. If you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and programs at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.